Welcome to the Serial Serial, the AV Club's podcast about a podcast. Every week or so, well, really every two weeks now, a few Onion Inc. staffers will be talking about the most recent happenings around Serial, one of the most popular and addictive podcasts on iTunes. I'm AV Club Senior Editor Mara Eakin, joined this week by Onion Editorial Director Josh Modell and Vice President of Account Management for Onion Inc., Julie Scott. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Julie's first podcast of all time. Slightly Josh nervous. And I are old hats. Oh yeah, we're just, just I just gotta relax into it. Very excited. I'm gonna love it. <laughs> well, Welcome. This week we're gonna talk about the latest episode of Serial, which was called "Meanwhile in Tampa," which is a funny title, I think. It's actually the name of my autobiography, also. <laughs> which I guess I have to change it now. <laughs> um, before we get into the nitty gritty of this nitty gritty episode. Um, the news, I guess, came out, you know, last week or whatever, that Serial was going to be every two weeks and now it was going to come out every two weeks. And they said that's because more more information shaken out and they got to do more reporting about Bo Bergdahl and they're going to try to break some shit. They're not saying that they're going to, like, break some shit, but they're trying to do a better job than they could. Uh, what are your thoughts? I wonder if there's somebody needs to launch a Serial-type investigation into Serial <laughs> to see, like, what... I mean, I'll just speculate wildly for fun because that's what we do here, right? Yeah. Uh, like... Are they getting heat for running a lot of this Bergdahl interview since clearly he's getting some heat? And Are they making it worse for him? Is it, yeah. Is he breaking the law and are they getting in trouble because he's – I mean, I think it's basically come out that he's getting himself in trouble by talking about this stuff and, right. stuff and by admitting that he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. You think the serial is going to get in trouble? What if Sarah Cannon gets arrested? I yeah, have- called in front of Congress. I had a different theory, and I, th- mine was that making a murderer got so much attention that Sarah was like, wait, 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 okay, let's make sure everybody catches up on that. We're going to take a little break. Oh, right. <laughs> and then go every other week and drag this thing out so I we like, get some attention I like again. It. I was wondering, I mean, who really knows if this was going to help them get more listeners, like if they do it every two weeks. So now it's kind of more attention and it's uh, easier to catch up on over time. Versus, because I feel like a lot of people are getting a little bit bored with the season. None of us included, obviously. <laughs> um, and if you only have to listen every two weeks, maybe that's easier. Or is it going to help people be like, ah, I forgot about it? I would imagine the latter. I mean, especially with an episode like today's, which while it had some interesting stuff in it, was also very much a, sort of a diversion to a dead end. Like, oh, here's some stuff that happened that didn't really have any effect on what ultimately happened, but is also kind of interesting you know like if and when they make the movie of this like today's episode is going to be if it's in the movie at all <laughs> is going to be 90 seconds of like oh well you know in his first year these people tried various things to get him out and isn't it interesting how this stuff works yeah or someone's going to play his friend kim and she's gonna be like damn it why isn't this working right. like i've tried you know a lot of shots of her like getting doors shut in her face and right. stuff or someone be... taking away her passport yeah like ripping but it out of her hands <laughs> right. but as a friend yeah, so what was the whole thing she had to keep secret? That was the, the only vaguely interesting... I, I shouldn't say that. That's well, too I think damning. we always... When someone tells you they have a secret, you make it so much worse than it ever is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So she's like, I can't tell you who it was. It could be like her aunt or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like we assume like some black op CIA person <laughs> met her in an alley yeah. and, and like told her some shit. You know what I mean? And somehow passed her cell phone number along yeah. to... To a guy yeah. in the... Taliban or whatever. Al-Qaeda? Taliban? I don't know. I can't even remember at this point. At first I thought when the first couple of times she was sort of talking to Sarah, I 
I immediately judged her because I felt like she was as crazy as Bo's decision to like walk yeah. because she was like, I was going to Afghanistan. I was going to talk to people. I was going to talk to some peace organizations and I was going to figure this out. And I was like, wait, and you're like, Good okay, luck. You don't know. Pashu. I think Bo's a little crazy for walking and he surrounds himself with crazy people, too. So it makes sense that Kim is his close friend. You yeah. Know? <laughs> They're both, was... both a little impulsive. Yes. <laughs> and with uh, sort of delusions of grandeur perhaps that's a different it's a different movie maybe mm-hmm. than the one they're ultimately going to make here and then there there's the afghani guy that wanted to trade and bring his right. eight family members right. over here that's a little maddening i guess i mean uh i think if we didn't know the end of the story that might be an interesting diversion and and uh, you know it's notable like if they had worked with this guy a little harder if there was less bureaucracy if maybe... someone had stepped up and said like i want this guy over here like yeah. My organization will take him on, take this nine-person family on. Yeah, maybe Bergdahl could have been out, you know. Yeah. Or, or maybe it would have led, you know, all he had potentially was the information on where Bergdahl was being held. It might have led to an attack and getting Bergdahl killed, you know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. There's also the idea that Kim had to report him missing to Interpol or mm-hmm. to the Portland police, and then Interpol had to say okay. <laughs> and then the DOD was like, fuck no. Fuck no, you're not getting involved. Yeah, the whole lead-up to that was like, really kind of silly red herring like she had to report him to the Portland police and then it's yeah. like oh well she just had to do it as a formality and to get somebody <laughs> yeah. to sign a piece of paper so Interpol would look at it. Because it was like, like why the fuck would she report in the Portland police? Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Well yeah. actually there's a really simple reason why she would. <laughs> that makes perfect sense five minutes later. And then I guess I thought some of the most interesting people in the episode well you got Jason Amarine, the soldier guy, I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. The super G.I. Joe soldier. Yes. That has just testified before Congress about, like, why we aren't doing as much as we could be doing. Like, there's no key figure, I guess, that could represent this. And then you got those, quote-unquote, Andrea and, quote-unquote, Michelle, Michelle from the Centel, Central Intelligence or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what's in Tampa? Yes. So CENTCOM, Central Command. CENTCOM. Cent- yeah. So I get all the acronyms. This week was a lot of names, yes. a lot of assumed names, and a lot of acronyms that all kind of sounded the same to me. Yeah. I think what I, a couple of things I've been struggling with is I've been trying to figure out what this story that Sarah is telling is about. And I feel like there is so much heavy detail and acronyms and agencies and departments and locations that I feel like she's just telling me the straight like facts and trying to explain to me what's what. But I've been struggling with piecing a story together and this week I feel like the story that I decided I was trying to tell maybe Mm -hmm. from what she's telling is um, maybe she's setting up all the things that didn't work on Bo's side because if he's going to trial is she going to try and position like well look how the military failed him the DOD failed him the CIA failed him so is she trying to make a point that like here are all the different things that didn't work on his side so why is he the only one at trial should they all be also at trial I guess sometimes I wonder if Sarah Canning is trying to make a point. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like with uh, like with serial season one, like was there a point? Was it like, the, I mean, there was a question, which was like, did Adnan do it? But then like there is no wrap up at the end. Like making a murder, like they're more biased than Sarah Canning, which we talked about on the last podcast, obviously. But they're, they sort of had like a bang point at the end. Hers is sort of like, well, this is pretty fucked up, right? Like it's hard that there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts stunk that he was over there for so long yeah it's tough with this because there's he hasn't been convicted yet if indeed he's going to be convicted of something yeah so there's no like injustice to fight against 
It's not like, oh, you know, he was convicted and he's serving life in jail, which could happen to him. Yeah, right. And then we could all be outraged and say, oh, the system failed him, like you were saying, or, uh, you know, any, or he already was, you know, he's tortured for five years. How can we put him in jail? That's not, doesn't seem fair no matter what. But right now he's just sort of up in the air and he isn't someone that needs any kind of saving and there's no, you know, there's no real sort of influence on uh, the outcome that they're going to have here, which clearly they did in the first serial and clearly making a murderer is, uh, yeah. you know, causing enough he people to make noise. He seems to have a pretty good team around him. Yeah. From what we heard, it's not Hollywood like... Hollywood producer. Yeah. Um, but do you think everyone, I mean, I guess the big question this week was like, was everyone really doing everything they could? Which I, th- I don't... I mean, it's so hard to say, because when you think about there was a point where they talked about the NGA, the DOD, the CIA and all of these operations or agencies work differently in Afghanistan and Pakistan and Iraq, and they all have different priorities. And so if they're making a list of things to do, this might not have been number one, but you don't know what the other things on the list were. And were they protecting a bigger thing? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, so it's like, how do I decide if they were doing everything they could without knowing what else they had going on in the moment. Yeah. So it's it's hard to say, but it, it is presented in a way that makes me feel like maybe they weren't. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's pretty deliberate on her part um, mm-hmm. of, you know, how, what was everybody doing? Why weren't people talking to each other? Why wasn't this a priority? I think she's trying to imply or is going to try to imply that there was non-movement deliberately on um, mm-hmm. the part of at least some of these people. Well, they thought he was a traitor, a lot of people. Right. I mean, uh, she kind of drilled that in yeah. a little bit. And I know we're going to get more into this, and she sort of hinted at it this week, or maybe more than a little hinted at it. Like, he's in a country that's our ally that we need to keep happy. Mm-hmm. Right. So there are certain things that we maybe could have done that we right. didn't do because it would have, you know, been bad for uh, the relationship between the United States and Pakistan. Here's but, what I, oh, go ahead, Julie. But I was going to say, but then G.I. Joe, which yeah. is all I can, I'll think about him <laughs> now instead of Jason, G.I. Joe, um, and that that couple of army generals that she mentioned that um, they General were in this Campbell. debriefing. Yeah, and General Campbell all of a sudden is like, this is my number one priority. Like, did they like check off their to-do list and on the, all the other things they needed to do? And all of a sudden General Campbell was like, okay, now he's finally at the top. Like, <laughs> what happened? I did think it was interesting when that G.I. Joe guy was talking where he was saying, like, oh, I had no idea how many people were over there. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many people are hostages? Mm -hmm. And, like, in the military, we have this idea of, like, fuck, we can't leave a soldier behind, which they obviously did with Bo, but they maybe thought he was a traitor, blah, blah, blah. Um, But all these other people. But then we also talked, and they talk about on the podcast where it's like, why was there a pregnant woman over (laughs) there? Uh, that seems like a crazy place to go. It's like the people that somehow stumble into North Korea and they're like, oh, shit, I'm in North Korea. <laughs> and you're like, that seems like it'd be hard to do. Maybe it isn't, but. I I don't know anyone who's uh, put Afghanistan on their vacation, like, bucket list. Mm-hmm. So, like, to go there pregnant? What? Like, that was definitely yeah. the moment this week where I was like, wait, what? People Unless she go happened there to be there and was like, oops, I'm pregnant. Like, I didn't know before I got here. And then she was in like, captivity so long. That's true. Clearly. Carolyn Campbell or whatever. Caitlin. Caitlin Coleman. It's all. It's all Carolyn, there. Caitlin, Coleman, Campbell. Sent yeah. Um, so there Code was one thing Andrea. they talked about, um, right. Julie, when you were talking about like Pakistan and all these different interests, they were saying that we send uh, about $3 billion a year to Pakistan. So we can't really say like, hey, give them back. 
And then my notes say, diplomacy is a long game. We'd like to stay on good terms with Pakistan. They have nuclear weapons. We're trying to use our air and ground lines. Uh, they've helped track down a bunch of bad guys. We'd like to use our drones for whatever reason in Pakistan. I don't know, like, what these other agencies, I guess for, like, terrorists, I guess, um, have long-term development goals about education, clean water. Keep them on our side. Yeah. I mean, the whole so point of that is, like, it's our ally, you know, a, a sovereign nation. Yeah. We can't send our troops in to find this guy. But it's still so hinky. Even though, theoretically, we know he's there. Whereas if he were in Afghanistan, who we are... You know, in yeah, or uh, France active, or something. We're actively yeah. fighting with. We could go in and grab them. So um, you get how it can be complicated. But I don't know if we needed an hour diversion <laughs> of talking about how complicated, it is. as interesting as it is, which I think it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did get to the end of the show, like, like you said, Josh. Next week, we're finally going to learn, and this is something we've been wanting for, since episode one. Uh, what went wrong allegedly? Like, what Bo? Yes. Why he left? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys make it. You have to make it through all the credits, mm-hmm. and then they yeah. then there's a thing at that very end where they're like next week, and they play like a sound collage. But there's guys that are like, we had no helmets, we were in danger, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. So that's intriguing, I guess. Yeah, and I think about myself at 23 years old, yeah, which was Bo's age, I think, when he walked. Mm-hmm. So, and I think about like my first job, and I was like oh, I think the leadership here is doing it wrong, and yeah. I'm mad about it. I'm smart. But I worked, like, in an ad agency, and I didn't walk out of the building. Yeah. So, like, to be – like, you have to be really bold, you know. And I think there's, like, also the dumb 23-year-old mind that everyone has to, like, work through. Or 18 even, yeah. yeah. But you, I think we all had that sense at some point in our young careers that was like, I think the leadership's doing it wrong, and here's what I would do better, and I'm going to take a stand. But most people – don't yeah, but if I say something, extremes. I'm going to get fired or I'm going to get right. dishonorably discharged and I don't get to go to college for free and I don't get – I wanted to be in the Army for my career and then I can retire or I'm 55 or, you know, whatever. Right. Like, there's a lot going on there. And I think that – I'm sure they'll talk about, like, the culture of silence or some sort of, you know, who can you tell, what can you tell to. And it'll, it'll certainly be interesting to see, I think, if any episode of this season of Serial is going to have a negative impact on his case – it's going to be this one, this upcoming one, because if he's going to embarrass the army, that uh, whose fate his his fate is in their hands now, mm-hmm. and they'll all know, you know, like hey, this was all this terrible shit was going on. If he's going to embarrass the army, uh, it's kind of a tough thing to do right at the moment. If I were him, I'd be like, hey, wait a minute, can we hold that uh, hold that episode off until after they sentence me, please? Well, from the sound collage, it seemed like there were they had some other guys weighing mm-hmm. in, so maybe that's one of the reasons they pushed. Because they were like, well, let's get some other guys in here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not all just Bo's story against right. the army. Maybe. Maybe. That, I mean, that would be reporting, you know, 101 or whatever, I guess, yeah. as well. I hope he doesn't fuck himself and Serial doesn't fuck him because, you know, we, the first week we talked, we had Gus in here who knows somebody who was a, mm-hmm. a, a, was Secret. a, was a GAAG yeah. uh, who said, you know, everybody seems to think that the most likely thing is they're going to charge him with this lesser crime, uh, not give him a full court-martial, and basically just let him go and say, hey, you've suffered enough. But now they're not doing that. And, you know, you don't want the guy to dig himself a deeper hole uh, just in the interest of getting this information out or having a podcast or something. Yeah, like, wait a year. Do you know what I mean? Like, see how shit shakes out and then let Mark Bull release your tapes. Yeah. That's sort of one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Why did he do it? Maybe he's making a dumb, bold decision again. Or he's like wants to be 
the famous is not the right word, but like, yeah. I want my information out there and I want it out now. And Or is he afraid that after trial he would have less chance of getting his story out yeah. than before? Like maybe he feels like he has a story to tell and he mm-hmm. wanted to make sure it got out. That's a good point. So yeah, it's telling that he won't talk to reporters that he's only talking to a Hollywood producer. So well, and his parents True. won't talk to mm-hmm. Sarah, but they wouldn't go on the record and blah blah blah. Which I understand that as well. Yeah, I, I respect guess. that. Because like, if they said something that fucked him over, like he, they would never forgive themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, guys, anything else? Anything else after the uplifting Nothing. statement? Um, I only had one other thing that uh, I thought was kind of funny was Sarah at one point was talking about um, Bo's feelings must be doubled about something, if not cubed. And I cubed is just not, I'd say tripled. Like, you know, (laughs) and I just thought that was really bizarre, the word cubed. Anyway. cubed is a (laughs) different (laughs) thing. Right. Times, 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 times. She's a smart lady. She's just. Math was brought in this week, so. Good. So we learned something. (laughs) We did. (laughs) We learned that her grasp on math is tenuous. Or maybe much better <laughs> no, than ours. Better maybe than much ours. better than mine, She's for smarter. Sure. She's doing some cosines and shit. And yeah. Various. At least she didn't say it was like times bajillion or yes. something. <laughs> um, well, guys, thanks so much for listening to Serial Serial. If you like our show, tell your friends and review the show on iTunes. We'll be back in two weeks, just like Serial. Uh, Julie, Josh, thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.